You're listening to the Benefits at Work podcast, where we explore unique employee benefit offerings and programs to help improve your company and workplace culture. We cover wellness, technology, trending hot topics, and more. Now here's your host, Director of Client Engagement at Lipscomb & Pitts Insurance, Betsy Kamler. Hello and welcome to our Benefits at Work podcast. I'm Betsy Kamler, Director of Client Engagement at Lipscomb & Pitts Insurance. And today I have Melissa Donahue. She's a Director at Concern Employee Assistance Program. Hey, Melissa. Hi, Betsy. Um, First off, let's let everybody kind of know who and what is Concern and what do you guys do? So Concern is Employee Assistance Program, and we are our main office is here in the Lipscomb Pitts building up on the sixth floor. We provide counseling services to companies, not just here in the Memphis area, but all across the United States. Um, we have six offices that are our own, um, and we are able to serve over 70,000 employees and glad to be able to extend that benefit to everyone in those employees' households. And so in addition to counseling for everything from relationships to substance abuse, we also provide trainings, uh, management consultations, and critical incident debriefings to name a few of the things that we're able to provide for the folks that we partner with. Perfect. That sounds good. Well, today we'd like to talk about mental health. And as you guys all probably know, this is becoming a more common topic in our workplace and and quite honestly becomes somewhat of a cost driver in our medical claims. Um, Why is it important for employees and employees to talk about their mental health within their workplace? Well, Betsy, as a licensed clinical social worker, I think mental health is a topic that people are becoming more comfortable with talking about. Um, You know, we like to try to normalize the fact that mental health is just another part of you, just like we talk about your physical health and going to see your primary care provider, your mental health is just another part of you. But um, the reality of what we're faced with is that sometimes the disorders that we see, sometimes they're situational, um, but those diagnoses, just like diabetes and high blood pressure, you know, folks that are diagnosed with mental health conditions are one in five. One in five adults are diagnosed with some type of mental health diagnosis. Right. It's pretty big. Pretty, pretty common. So do you see cost savings for an organization when they do open up this dialogue about mental health? Absolutely. Well, mental health issues in the workplace, um, you know, they cost businesses a ton of money every year because, you know, for a lot of folks, even if they're going to their primary care provider, um, you know, a lot of the physical symptoms that they're showing are because they haven't taken care of the mental health needs that they have. You know, stomach aches and headaches, you know, a lot of times diagnosed, uh, they're undiagnosed anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so if a workforce is able to make sure that they're taking care of the mental health needs, then a lot of those comorbidities of the physical health conditions don't show up and people aren't missing work as much and, Mm -hmm. you know, calling out sick. So, um, you know, it's important for the workforce to make sure that um, if people take care of those needs ahead of time, then things just aren't going to get worse. Right, exactly. Um, What does Concern find helpful to assist employers when they're addressing these issues? What can you guys bring to the table? So we offer that mental health issues and stress management education, you know, are the biggest topics that we probably perform for our companies. Um, You know, all the companies are trying to understand, okay, how can we better have work-life balance, stress management? You know, stress isn't going anywhere. Um, The only people that don't have stress don't have a pulse. So, (laughs) um, you know, so we certainly understand that, um, you know, we're trying to figure out better ways to manage all of those things and, um, you know, make sure that those uh, systems are in place that if people are stressed out, they know where to turn, um, they don't feel like they're being uh, pushed off to the side or isolated because they may be having issues. 
Um, you know, and within the wellness programs that we try to promote, um, you know, we're always trying to, uh, you know, make sure that folks know that, um, you know, they're focusing on their self-care, um, things like yoga, meditation, um, eating healthy, you know, all play into uh, someone having a better mental health and, um, you know, at the end of the day are going to be a better employee, they're going to be more productive, and they're going to be happier in the job that they're in. Yeah, and a lot of what I do, you know, working with wellness programs, um, mental health has been a very, very hot topic to incorporate within wellness programs these days. A lot of times, you know, obviously we know there's a lot of apps out there for meditation, breathing, you mentioned yoga, and, you know, a lot of things are focused around activities to complete these type of things that you can earn rewards for them, but at the same time, you're kind of looking at your own self and your mental health and you know again it could be again an activity or it could be just a complete survey that's kind of assessing are you stressed do you have mental health do you feel like you have some of these issues that you may need to go see somebody about so that's again that's always beneficial to to offer an EAP program because it's there for their use it's something the employer can pay for and offer their employees and they have a place to go and to get the resources they need. Absolutely, Betsy. And my background being the director of the Crisis Center for Shelby County, um, you know, the thing that I saw very, very often is that a lot of the folks that we are seeing out of the 60 to 170 folks that we are seeing every 24 hours, um, you, you know, were folks like just you and I. Yeah. Um, they knew what to do. They knew they could do yoga and meditation and take care of themselves. They just weren't necessarily doing it. Um, you know, they were more focused on their work than them, themselves at times um, you know and then when it came down to it all that stress just built up and um, you know overtook their ability to be able to do their job so right you know employers can really do a great job of setting that example of being open you know oh I'm feeling anxious or um, you know my child's struggling with ADHD and you know just being open about talking about those things go a long distance um, you know for people to be more open about talking about their own issues um, and then push them forward to you know be able to get the help that they need like maybe connecting them with an EAP um, if they need to be able to talk to somebody. Right. That's great. And how would you say mental health impacts a company's culture? Well, it's there. Um, like we said before, that a lot of times it just doesn't get discussed. Um, you know, but the more that a company is open about talking about it and saying, you know, just like your physical health, this is something we want you to take care of, like whether it is engaging in the apps. Um, you know, the more companies are open to talking about that, um, they're going to be much healthier and um, not pushing those things down. Um, I use the analogy of uh, it's like shaking up a Coke can and then opening it up. Um, that's what stress can literally do to your body. And mm-hmm. if companies are, you know, tapping on the top of the Coke can or, you know, trying to deal with those things before that pressure builds up, um, you know, you're just going to have a healthier workforce. And yeah. We, we know that life happens. It's not that if something happens, it's when. Um, so if you have those tools and mechanisms in place to take care of yourselves, to take care of your team members, um, your team members are going to be much more likely to come to you when something happens and reach out for help and not feel like they're, you know, hiding in a hiding in a shell. Right. And I know here at um, LNP, we've often had um, you guys in the past, you know, speak on different topics at our lunch and learns. And it could be just how to handle difficult co-workers. And it could be something, you're dealing with a certain disease in your family, you know, your children, you know, a big caregiver, whatever it may be. So I know it does come in handy for just, you know, put it out there so somebody can come and listen to a talk about it and not be scared to ask questions. Absolutely. So that's good. The more we normalize it, the more people are going to be open and realize, hey, I'm not alone and there's other people out there dealing with this. And, you know, just like if I'm diagnosed with diabetes, I'm going to go deal with it. Um, I'm going to get the help that I need and I'm going to be much better off. Right. Exactly. Well, good. Well, this concludes our podcast and I hope you guys found this useful. 
And uh, please reach out to me with any questions. And again, thanks, Melissa, for joining us today. All right. Thanks, Betsy. Thank you for listening to the Benefits at Work podcast. To learn more about wellness, technology, and compliance, head to lpinsurance.com or follow us online at LP Insurance.